Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release It Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. And um, I'm Cynthia Haynes. I'm Harold Weaver. And so we're back with another episode, and um, we decided that we're going to talk about accountability and ownership, Mm -hmm. which are two powerful terms, Mm -hmm. I believe, that a lot of people um, ignore Mm -hmm. or don't do. And so when I thought about ownership, it's just been some things that have been going on um, with some uh, friends and family. And the key thing that stuck out to me is not taking ownership of your part. And so my granddaughter came home from her new school she's going to now. And the first thing she wants to start complaining about was that her teacher had been getting on to her. Her teacher was saying that um, she uh, was she had a homework assignment that was due and that she was going to get an F because she never turned it in. So, mind you, the homework had been done since Monday. So, what she was waiting on to turn it in, I don't know. But she kept using the excuse that, you know, she's saying she's going to give me this F because I didn't turn it in. And so, my answer back to her was, well, had you turned in the assignment when you first completed it or had you put the assignment in your backpack so you wouldn't forget it, you wouldn't even have to hear what your teacher was saying about an F. So take your ownership that you didn't do your part and we wouldn't be here. Harold? I noticed that um, you like to start out with examples instead of going in debt or at least attempting to go in debt more so of what ownership means in general. You noticed that? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. That's why I had to do it for you. Anywho, um, ownership. What does ownership mean to you? That's the question that I'm going to ask um, before I get started. Ownership for me is owning up to whatever it is that you were responsible for, whether it be good or bad, um, forgotten or remembered. It's just recognizing that at the end of the day, you was responsible for it. You were responsible for it. Not anybody else, not a group effort, not a team event. Just you personally was responsible for it. And you have to be willing and able to own it. And I say that because some people already start out by not even being able to recognize what owning something is. And then once, you know, you point it out to them, it's still difficult for them to comprehend and understand because it's either been the first time that it was pointed out to them in the way that you showed them even with examples, or it's just something that they're not willing to be able to accept. With that being said, um, it's definitely something that um, you can't learn overnight. It's something that um, majority of people that still are dealing with it at an older age is even harder to accept and recognize and own. But for me, that's what ownership you know, stands for. Um, and that's why I'm asking, you know, what does ownership mean to you? Ask yourself, what does ownership mean to you? Even if you have to um, come up with examples of your own to justify and clarify try, trying to share this with um, your family members or your um, friends and, and um, associates. But it's important, A, and it's something that needs to be recognized and acknowledged so it doesn't become an issue. Because normally when 
you're not able to own something that you was responsible for, it, it usually becomes a bigger issue or a bigger problem that um, could have been prevented. So that's that's my definition of ownership in general. Um, <laughs> I got too many examples that I could use, so I'm not even going to attempt that because knowing me, I'll probably start with one and end up with five. But I just wanted to get that out before we go any further of ownership in general, what it means to me, and ask yourself, what does it mean to you now that you've heard that? Come on, Sam. We combined it anyway. Didn't we combine I, ownership with what? Uh, accountability. Okay. Yeah, I, but you said something that that uh, that hit that hit something for me when um, you said about um, it was something about um, how you grew up. Did you say something about your upbringing? Your upbringing. Yeah. And so this is what I this is what what came to my mind is that mm -hmm. your upbringing does play a key role in this because mm -hmm. if you've always um, let's just say that you were never taught taught or held accountable for go. what you did and you're you're you know you have some parents that their child can't do no wrong right. and so even though the teacher is telling you hey they did such and such and you know that your your child is capable of doing that mm -hmm. instead of you saying let me get on him about this or her about that you take side with your child mm -hmm. and go up against the teacher mm -hmm. and what you just done right there is taught your child not to take ownership of what they're doing mm -hmm. and so a lot of times because we're not held accountable or we're not made to take ownership mm -hmm. then we grow up to be who we are now mm -hmm. and everything that we do we're having excuses for it mm -hmm. or we're making a reason why i had to do that mm -hmm. and so in order for um us to grow Sometimes it's going to be some things that I don't want to hear, but I need to hear it so I can take the ownership of what I've done. And I'm good for, I have to give you an excuse. I have a reason why this happened. I, so I'm talking to myself as well. I'm good with that. But the bottom line is that I did what I did, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter the reason. Now, maybe later on, you know, yeah, I should, you know, I should say, well, I'm going to take ownership first that I didn't do what I should have did, period. But then I'm going to say, this is what I was doing, and this is why. Mm -hmm. But I had to take uh, my accountability in my part. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why sometimes a lot of relationships go awry, because nobody wants to take the ownership. I always joke about this, but it, it's serious that I felt like in one of my relationships, whenever I um, said something about what that person did to me, it was like a boomerang effect. It was like I threw this out and they didn't even catch it and, and say, they, it just automatically just came right back to me. And so I never got my resolve. And then after a while, I was like, why am I even talking to you? Because you're not going to take your ownership of your part to this problem. As you can see, accountability and ownership coincide with each other. But at the same time, if you're not taught this at, a, at an early age, it just makes it harder to recognize and understand as you get older. So that's where the, the real difficulty comes into play because these, these are two things that you got to have. You just have to. There's just no way, at least in my experience, that you can have one without the other and still really be successful in life without acknowledging them both 
recognizing them both when they appear and handling them and dealing with them in some form or fashion. These are not two things that you can afford to ignore. These are not two things that you would want to put on somebody else, okay, to justify your actions behind because you didn't handle responsibility. You didn't handle accountability and you chose even being told and shown how to own whatever it is. Again, it can't, it doesn't have to be something negative and bad all the time. You can own what's good. You can own a good deed, but the key is to recognize it. So when it does become something bad, it's not as hard for you to accept the fact that this was your responsibility and this is something that you have to own so you can get past it, so you can deal with it. So if nothing else, it doesn't happen again because now you can go straight into preventive mode. Depending on the issue, depending on the scenario, depending on whatever it is that you've been put in place to own and be responsible for, the way you deal with it to get past it is how you're going to end up preventing it from happening again. That makes sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like I said, I, I could, I don't know, do I need to give an example? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why? Because we're, we're um How about sharing? I use myself? How about that? Okay. So, for me, um, I've gotten better. Let me say that first and foremost. It didn't happen overnight. But um, I'm going to say my hardest thing to recognize and own was my faults at relationships in um, both of my marriages that I had faults that uh, I wasn't really taught how to own anything. Mm. So it was hard for me to own it. Mm. And I had to go through that transition of, of blame, of guilt, of victimness. And then I said, you know what? Let me just go ahead and try this. Let me go ahead and try owning what I did wrong or could have done wrong and see if that helps me deal with or understand better what went wrong. And guess what? It worked. It worked. I found myself owning a whole lot more than I would have had I even known to and how to do it. But at the same time, it helped me understand what I was responsible for that went wrong. Mm. Okay? And again, that's why I say they coincide with each other because you have to recognize what you was responsible for from mm -hmm. the start mm -hmm. and then be able to still own that and not look to fault somebody else or point the finger at somebody else other than that person in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So that's what... Um, I had to transition over from what my mindset was at that time of not, you know, being responsible for nothing that went wrong, owning anything that wasn't right until I got it. So now I've been able to prevent it. Mm -hmm. And even if it happens, it's not a big deal or an issue to accept it. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if something was to happen now that I was responsible for, my first instinct now is to own it. I have no problem owning it now. Because I understand what it means. Mm. It's not a negative thing to own it. It's not a negative thing to be responsible for something that might have went wrong. But what it does do, it helps you deal with it and prevent it from happening again. Mm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not gonna. It's not an easy thing, you know. Especially when it's on your part. You've done something that you know it could have possibly hurt somebody or. It made a situation get worse than what it was. And so sometimes even hearing it from other people telling you that, you know, you did this. ABC mm -hmm. and it hurt me. Mm -hmm. Our first instinct is to say, well, you did, that. you know, right. Instead of letting them express to you how they feel and what you did, because a lot of times we, we've been, me and Harry talking about this, that you can't see yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're, that's just your pattern 
or that's just what you're used to habit habit mm -hmm. then you can't see that and so you're you're going on and you're just functioning as though hey i'm okay but then somebody comes along and say hey you're not okay mm -hmm. and you just got to be willing to say okay hey i i take the responsibility i take the accountability i take the ownership of i did do that to mm -hmm. you and then you know apologize for it mm -hmm. and then you keep it moving so let me say this real quick because this will probably be another topic um up in the up and coming episodes that uh, as a whole as a human being we find it a whole lot easier to be in a comfortable mode to be in a comfortable mindset mindset which means when something does go wrong it makes it that much harder to recognize it and understand it to not want to fault somebody else and this, again, is where the responsibility and accountability comes into play. Mm -hmm. Because if you've already had some experience with that, mm -hmm. then it won't be as hard to recognize that in this situation or case that could be your responsibility. Mm -hmm. That could be something that you need to own. Mm -hmm. But again, we get so used to our habits. We get so used to being in an uncomfortable position that when stuff like that happens, there's just no way that it's our fault. Mm -hmm. It's just no way that we have a reason to own something that we know ain't ours to own. Right. And that's where we fall short. True. That's where we fall short, not understanding where we were, where we're coming from, and where we need to be at that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There are going to be things that are uncomfortable. But how we deal with them is the difference. How we get past them so they don't happen again is the difference. I know that's a lot, but... They all come and they go together. They all right. under, I like to say this more often than, than not. They all fall under the same umbrella. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. all fall under the same umbrella. But again, y'all know my favorite. My favorite is mindset. My favorite is mindset. You, you will never work hard enough and long enough to get better control over your mindset. Because your mindset controls your emotions. Right? Mm -hmm. And your mindset controls anything and everything else that comes outside of that. Mm -hmm. Like responsibility. Mm -hmm. like ownership mm -hmm. and accountability all of those things come from the mindset that's mm -hmm. where it begins that's where it's going to end you know i like to i like to talk about a lot about mindset right mainly because if you can get control of that you pretty much can grasp everything else that'll keep you sane to keep you your peace of mind and that's what the goal is is yeah. that not the goal that's the goal to have peace of mind but yeah. also be able to keep it for as long as you can before something is tainted or before something or somebody is coming in to affect it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like your immune system, your mind, right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to strengthen that as much as you can right? so you can live as long as you was here to be. Right. Well, look at me. Mm. Come on, sir. Look at you. Yeah, so, you know, like Harold saying, you know, we on this podcast, you know, we talked about, um, I know way in the beginning we talked about behaviors and we talked about these behaviors or symptoms from something. And so... Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as Harold was saying, as far as the mindset, you need to weed out certain things. And so when we're talking about these these topics like trust and just do it and, you know, clutter or whatever we're talking about, these are some of the weeds mm -hmm. that are trapped in your mindset that need to be plucked out so you can be able to accept ownership. Mm -hmm. So you can be able to be accountable for your actions. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get offended. Because when you get offended, then that's when you put your guard up. That's when you make the wrong decision. That's when you make the wrong choices. That's when things come out your mouth that you shouldn't have said. And then you think about it later, like, did I do that? Did I say that? And once it's out, mm 
Just like that email. You type that email out there with a hothead and you send it, that's it because you can't retrieve it. You can't pull it back. Once it's out your mouth and you say what you say, that's it. It's already doing the damage. So what we're trying to get you to do is, you know, um, sit back and think before you speak. You know, examine your own self when you're in one of these situations. And before you say anything, you know, think about it. Did I have some part in this? What is my part in this? What is my ownership of this? You know, because like Harold always say too, people can't do nothing to you that you don't allow them to do. And so if you're sitting in that, that's a part of ownership. You allow them to do it. That's your part. You know, if you do something different, then they can't help but to react to what you're doing. So don't let their reactions control your actions. Dictate yours. Okay. Your response. Exactly. That's key. That's key. So, come on. Give them that option. We want, we want y'all to, again, give us some feedback on not just today, but as well of topics that um, we haven't thought of yet to speak on. We have no limit. Um, I guess we don't want to be what raunchy with it, but just give us some good topics that we can go into detail and share our experiences and um, give you our opinions and maybe even some suggestions if you're actually dealing with the same thing that you want us to talk about. Because that's what we're here for. We're here to have this, these talks. An open mic and open mind. Yeah. So um, releaseitpodcast at gmail.com is where you can send all your comments, all your questions and your concerns. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us know, like Harold says, you know, what you want us to talk about, how mm-hmm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, please reach out to that, that website. And so um, I'm going to close out in prayer because I'm, I'm trying to make that be a habit that we do. So, dear Lord, I just pray that whatever we said, the things that um, we, we gave out to um, those who are listening, that this, this seed gets planted on, on good ground and that it would root and make um, and grow to where they can make these changes that need to be that need to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I just pray that you just like I said, whatever we've given them and said that you just increase it. Mm-hmm. Increase it with your spirit and um, yes, and um, so they can give you glory in it. And so, this I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, until next week, until next week, we're out.